0: The bungee jumping harness bit into my shoulders and legs as I looked over the railing of the Golden Gate Bridge. To say the water looked frigid was an understatement. The white caps of the bay screamed out glacier and hypothermia. You're not in position, Cheryl, the producer, yelled. I felt the camera zoom in on me. They needed an extreme close-up of my every facial expression so they could broadcast my terror to the world. Magnify my embarrassment and mortification. One of the techs said something to Cheryl and she shouted, Cut! The cameraman lost interest in me. Why am I doing this? I asked Becca. My best friend and the assistant producer on this god awful reality TV show, Love or Money. To find your dream man? Becca answered. I found him already, remember? Then he left me at the altar. A makeup artist appeared at my elbow and applied powder to my nose. Dream men do not leave their brides at the altar, Becca said. Clearly, he was not the one. I studied the woman brushing powder on my face. She had beautiful chocolate colored skin, a straight nose, and eyes so dark and intense they looked like pools of India ink. She looked familiar but before I could place her, she turned and walked away. I thought you always liked Paul, I said to Becca. I did until he left me at the altar, Becca replied. He left me. Me too. I was standing right next to you in a stupid tulle and taffeta dress. Anyway, enough about your horrible fashion sense. I laughed. Even if you don't find your dream man here, Becca continued. Focus on the cash prize. You need it. She was kind enough not to add since you were fired, but I felt the sting anyway. If anyone had told me, six months before, that I'd be on a reality TV show looking for love and or money, I'd have called them fifty one fifty, AKA Clinically Insane. But here I was. Ex cop, ex bride to be with a broken heart and broken career, looking to start over. Ty, one of my dates, sauntered over. He was wearing jeans and boots and his trademark cowboy hat, a bungee harness crisscrossed through his legs. Despite the harness, or perhaps because of it, he looked hot. Although I was hard-pressed to think of any outfit that he wouldn't look hot in. Are you nervous, Miss Georgia? He asked. I found myself absently wondering if he'd wear his hat while bungee jumping. He reached out tentatively and touched the back of my hand with a single finger. Miss Georgia? He repeated. I suddenly became aware of the camera rolling again and snapped to attention. Yes, I'm nervous. I thought I'd get to pick the dates, but I didn't. I would never have picked this. Only a lunatic. I heard the producer, Cheryl, grumble. I wasn't supposed to say anything negative about the dates, of course. They were supposed to look authentic, so that the audience wouldn't know that I had absolutely zero control over anything. The crew would have to edit out my last comment. Ty seemed to notice the same thing, because he replied smoothly, I've always wanted to bungee jump. His lips quirked up in an irresistible manner. And now we get to do it off this beautiful bridge. Cheryl, who was standing behind him, smiled. He'd just saved the scene. She liked him. Well, in those tight jeans and boots, and with the cute southern drawl, who could blame her? I glanced around at the others. They seemed ready to go and had started heading my way. It was inevitable, once someone started showing interest in me that the others would follow, like a pack of dogs fighting over a lone piece of meat.